Hello, everybody, and thanks for listening to the first ever podcast of Big Oz and Harp Beat the Bookie. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at Oz and Harp BTB. The O is capitalized at the beginning and the BTB at the end. Uh, I'd love to make this show interactive. Uh, would love to see y'all's DMs, your tickets, uh, your betting stories, etc. Uh, so once again, if you have a Twitter, please follow us on Oz and Harp BTB. Uh, you know, to give you a breakdown of the show, uh, introduce myself a little bit. Uh, my name is Harper. My dog is Big Oz, otherwise known as Ozzy. Uh, clearly, he will not be talking, but we he will be making a pick every week. Uh, we will have that out on Twitter for you. I will not be putting my picks out on Twitter because if I did, you know, then what would be the purpose of listening to the show? We will do recaps on Twitter. We will do recaps every week. Um, obviously, that is something I would normally start the show out with, would be a recap of the previous week. But with it being the first episode, uh, we have no recap this week. So before we get into the bets this weekend, uh, a couple things I'd like to talk about. Um, already hit on Twitter. Uh, the next thing would be betting stories. Uh, I got a good one for you today's. Actually, one of the betting mistakes that can be uh, can be made in the betting community that I fell into this weekend. Uh, units. I want to talk about units. So I'll be referring to units a lot, as in one unit, two unit, three unit plays. Uh, for those of you that don't know what a unit is, it is just a way for gamblers to universally talk about a game. You know, instead of saying, well, I'm going to put $100 on the Gamecocks this weekend. Well, you know, to you, that might be like, well, I should put $100 on the Gamecocks this weekend. But for me, uh, it might be norm- that might be normally a two-unit play or a one-unit play uh, when your normal one unit or what you usually put on a game would be $15, $20. So when I refer to units, if I say it's a one-unit play, it's just what you would normally put on a game, whether that's, you know, $15, $25, $50, $500, whatever that is. Um, and then obviously you just multiply it from there. Two unit play would be double that, three unit triple, and so on. Um, so just wanted to get that out there in case you know some of you are just beginning in the gambling game. Uh, to introduce myself again, like I said, I'm Harper Greer. I've been gambling, I want to say you know seven to eight years now uh, since I was in college. Um, you know, had some ups, had some downs. Uh, what this podcast is really going to do for me. It's just just games that I've actually focused on. I've actually done some research on because I'll tell you guys. I mean, last weekend I bet on thirty five different games. You think I researched all those games? No, uh, I did not. Um, I did also pay the bookie last weekend. Um, so you know what this does for me? It's games I research, games I keep up with. I want to interact. I want to get on Twitter. I want to you know make a betting community. Um, you know, I want to interact. I want to have fun stories. So please, my DMs are open in Twitter. Any good gambling stories, anything you'd like to see on the podcast that I didn't cover today, any questions, whether it's something about about betting, about units, etc. Or, you know, you just something that you would like to see, maybe a certain game. You know, going forward with this podcast, I mean, I can I'll tell you about myself. I'm in the southeast. Um, you know, when we do college picks, you know, next year. Uh, it's going to be more SEC and ACC more than anything. It's not me, you know, loving those conferences anymore, or blah, blah, blah. Those are the conferences I watch. 
these games are games that I'm, I'm recording, want to keep up with. So I'm going to I'm going to know more about the teams in the SEC and the ACC than I do in the Pac-12, than I do in the Big Ten, than I do in the Big 12, etc. Um, normally, each podcast will do five college games. We're doing six because you have championship weekend. Um, and, you know, Cincinnati game is just as important as any of them. So instead of just doing the Power Five, I decided to add them on there. We'll do five NFL games uh, this week going forward. Uh, once we hit the playoffs, we'll do all of them. So wild card weekend, I guess we'll have like what? Um, six games. Uh, and then after that, obviously, it'll be less and less as teams get eliminated. So that's just a breakdown of the podcast. Uh, we'll review every week on Twitter how we did. Breaking down the podcast, what went right, what went wrong. Uh, you'll see over and unders on this podcast every now and then, but I, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm just not a big over under guy. I just don't enjoy betting it. Obviously, you know, I'd, I'd rather bet an over than an under. I'll do it if I like it, if I think there's, you know, something out there, but, you know, pretty much you're going to see spreads for me, uh, straight bets. I have a parlay for the first show. Um, however, that won't be a normal thing. But I figured it'd be fun to throw a parlay together for this first show. Um, and, yeah, that's about that's about it. Um, like I said, you know, follow us on Twitter. We, uh, you know, I'd love to interact with you guys. My DMs should be open. Um, if they're not, for some reason, just tweet at me. I'll open those up. We'd love to hear your stories, see your tickets. Um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we win some money this weekend and, and y'all can uh, can share your winnings and, and all that. But, um Let's dig right in. Uh, we'll start in with uh, with college football. We have the six championship games, and I, and like I said on Twitter, guys, this is this is one of my favorite weekends. Not not as as a better, but just as a college football fan, um, you know, the playoff has just diluted college football and fans and their minds into thinking that that's all that's important. And, and I get it, you know. I mean, I'm a I'm a South Carolina Gamecock fan, and um, the uh, you know the they're not playing any, you know, in the playoff or in the conference championship. But you know, there's just more. There's just more to college football. I mean, you can't tell me in the ACC that Pitt and Wake fans aren't ecstatic. Iowa, who didn't look like they were going to make the championship this week, this year, uh, the Big Ten until last weekend. Um, you know, obviously Houston and, and Cincinnati having a great season, so combined one loss in that championship game. I mean, this is a big weekend. It's a lot of fun football to watch, and and winning your conference is a big deal, and. And those schools should be excited. Uh, obviously, there's different levels. You know, Alabama and Georgia um, have been in the, the SEC title game, you know, more than some of these schools have been in their t- respective title games. Obviously, Oregon's back in it. Um, they're kind of the power in the Pac-12. Um, but, you know, it's it's a big weekend. It's a fun weekend. I, I'm really going to enjoy watching all of these games. Um, so let's start out in the Pac-12, okay? And – you know, for those of you that don't know me, you know, I don't know how many of you will be listening to this first one that don't know me, but, you know, hopefully there's a couple of you sprinkled in. I am a big, you know, I grew up playing baseball, so I, uh, you know, played in high school, played in college, and a lot of time with a baseball season, um, they will, um, you kind of, you know, however that first inning goes or first batter, you know, it's very superstitious is, is into how a season's going to go. I don't know if any of you seen the movie Major League, um, but they talk about that, and you know the guy hits a swing and bunt down down the third baseline. It kind of describes you know how their season went. Um, gets on first base, and yeah, great movie. But so this is why I'm very nervous about this first pick because not only is it the first pick of the podcast, it's going to be played on Friday night. Uh, it's actually my favorite play of the weekend. 
I am going to go Oregon Ducks plus three. And, you know, a lot of times with my picks, I'll look back, I'll be like, well, what does Vegas want me to take? Because Vegas, you know, I think they pick lines based on the game, but I also think they, you know, they're smart, guys. That's, there's a reason they always win money. Everyone is going to be on Utah minus three. Honestly, you have to kind of be crazy not to be on Utah minus three. They just killed Oregon about two, three weeks ago. I mean, crushed them. And that line was weird where Oregon was also three-point dogs, and I absolutely hammered Utah. One of my better bets of the year. Uh, I think I ended up putting three or four units on them, and they cruised. It was an easy win. But, guys, Oregon is a good program. They are a great program, the best in the Pac-12 as of now. Lincoln Riley might have something to say to that in the near future, but right now, Oregon is a program. Oregon is the one the Pac-12 runs through, and I think they bounce back this week. You know, there's no playoff implications involved in this game, not a lot of pressure. You know, Friday night, who knows how many people will be watching, but I just think Oregon, they know they got embarrassed by Utah. They, you know, Mario Cristobal, I'm sure, is showing that tape over and over and over, and everything that they did wrong, they will do right. Now, I do not think they will be able to flip the script on Utah and beat the brakes off of them like Utah beat um, Oregon a couple weeks ago because Utah is a solid football team. They've been dealing with a lot this year. They had a death at Utah this year, and they've really rallied around that, it looks like, and, you know, are playing in a Pac-12 championship game. And, you know, they're playing well. Oregon, you know, covered last week against Oregon State. They bounced back from the Utah loss, won the Civil War. I think they bounced back. The, the podcast official play is Oregon plus three, okay? I will probably sprinkle some money line on there. And for those of you that don't know what the money line is, it is just picking the team to win the game, right? So they're an underdog. So, you know, if, I, if you put 100 bucks on them plus three, I'm just, I'm not looking at it right now, but you'd probably win 120, 130 bucks. You know, money line for a team that was favorite if you wanted to do money line Utah. They'd probably be minus 130, which means you'd have to put $130 on it to win 100 bucks. But, so, just getting back to the point, the podcast official play is Oregon plus three. If you wanted to sprinkle some money line, go for it. I usually, you know, don't do not do both with a spread this close. So, I don't know what I'm going to do this week in this game. I might just follow the podcast plus three. I might go money line. I might do both um, like last weekend. Uh, okay, so I'll get into my story time here. So last weekend, I went to the South Carolina Clemson game. I'm a big Gamecock fan. Uh, Been one since I was probably eight years old. Uh, You know, had a great time in high school. Haven't had much of a great time since because they dominated high school. You know, beat Clemson five years in a row. Won 11 games, three years in a row. Glory years for South Carolina fans. Um, But anyway, we were there last weekend. First time I had been to Columbia since 2019. I told myself all week, I said, I'm not going to bet this game. Not that I don't, I did like us plus 11 or 11 and a half, but you know, I said, if Clemson dominates the line, we're in trouble and they might dominate the line. Like I think our coaches will figure it out enough, but they might dominate the line and, and boy, did they ever. So we were out at the tailgate all day. You know, I was a little liquored up. My buddy who was a big Gamecocks fan was just, he was convinced we were going to win, man. I was not ever. So I ended up putting four or five units on the spread, and then like two units on the money line. Um, See, I like doing something like that when it's a bigger spread because if you cover the spread, you're still making money. And then obviously if you hit the money line, you just, you win a lot of money. 
but it obviously just did not not fall that way. Uh, we lost thirty to nothing, and um, yeah, so I lost lost a lot of money on that one. That is a gambling mistake, guys. Do not bet a game just because you're there. You know, I don't recommend betting on your favorite team because it's hard to stay unbiased. Uh, I mean, sometimes it works out, guys. I bet the Braves to win the World Series when I wasn't really convinced that they were going to win the World Series, and I ended up winning some money off of that, a good chunk of money, actually. But, you know, it's just talking about betting mistakes, that's two of them right there, betting a game you're at and betting on your favorite team. I did both of those this past weekend, and I paid the price. Clemson just absolutely dominated us up front. I mean, DJ only threw for about 99 yards. Um and, but they just ran it down our throat. And then, you know, our quarterback, Jason Brown and Zeb, didn't really have time back there. Uh, we could not run the ball, and, and it was just a, a dominating game. So try to avoid those things, you know, especially if you're just getting into betting. Um, being at a game you're at and betting can be fun, but um, it's not fun when you lose. And it was not fun this weekend, uh, not only getting our ass kicked by our rivals, but losing a lot of money in the process. So that's my little story for the weekend, but let's get back into these games here. Uh, Second game I want to talk about is Iowa and Michigan. Um, So this is not a rematch, which is interesting. I think there's only two rematches um, in these six uh, title games, and Iowa and Michigan is not. This one is interesting to me. It's probably my least favorite play of the weekend because I think that, you know, especially after watching Michigan um, this past weekend – I, I really think they're 11 points better than Iowa, if not more. Um, however, they have not gotten over the Ohio State hump in years. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure how, you know, I'm sure they went back to Ann Arbor and they partied. And I'm sure they had a good time. And I'm curious about how their focus is. Obviously, they know they need to get in the playoff. They need to win this game. It's a championship game, so you wouldn't want to question focus. But, man, that was such a big week weekend for them. Uh, you know, last weekend, I, I really am concerned. Both of these teams like to run the ball. They like to ground and pound. Uh, I really think whoever scores first and, and can kind of control that lead is probably going to cover this game. I think Michigan wins regardless. I would not put any money on Iowa money line, but I am going to take them in the points. I think they get out to an early lead. Michigan struggles when they're behind. They don't like to throw the ball. However, I do think they make the necessary halftime adjustments, come out and win the game by a touchdown, 10 points. But podcast official play today is Iowa plus 11 points. So let's get into the AAC championship. We have Houston and Cincinnati. Uh, like I said, this is probably the least knowledgeable of all the games I'm going to be about this weekend because, I, I mean, I've watched Cincinnati for maybe a half or a game this year. I have not watched Houston at all. I was looking at their schedules and I did not realize until I looked at them that Houston had lost one game all year. Uh, they did kind of get manhandled by Texas Tech, but it's also the first game of the year. Uh, so they have not lost a game since. They have beaten a ranked SMU team. Um, Cincinnati obviously has a win against Notre Dame. They've obviously been undefeated in the regular season for two years in a row, losing a close bowl game to Georgia last year. Once again, would not would not touch uh, the money line in this game when it comes to Houston, but we are going to take the Cougars plus ten and a half. I think there's a lot of pressure on Cincinnati. I think they know they need to blow Houston out because they would they want to try to grab the three seed. 
Um, and what I think is going to end up happening in the college football playoff is Cincinnati's going to play a close game. I think Oklahoma State's going to beat Baylor, which kind of, you know, so tells you where I'm going to go in that game. Um, and then I think Oklahoma State's going to jump Cincinnati, and you're going to see a Michigan Oklahoma State semi. <coughs> Excuse me. And then a Georgia and um, Cincinnati uh, playoff game, one versus four, and, and that's probably going to end up being a blowout. But I do think Cincinnati gets there, which is important, a big step for them, a big step for the non-Power 5, is obviously a non-Power 5 has never gotten there. So the play for that one is Houston plus 10.5. I don't know which way that line's going, but if it got under 10, I probably wouldn't touch it. If you can get it at 10 or 10.5, I definitely would go ahead and um, book that one today. Uh, Houston plus ten and a half. They, they both of these teams are good top top fifteen, probably top twenty uh, college football teams, and uh, it should be a good game. That should that should that's big for for that conference. And um, yeah, official play Houston plus ten and a half. Uh, the next one is Alabama and Georgia. Uh, Ozzy will be picking this one on Twitter uh, later. What we're going to do today is put a piece of food on a sign that says Alabama and a sign that says Georgia. And whichever one he runs to, that is his official pick. Um, so, if they, you know, we'll probably get more creative with that as, as time goes on. Um, I've seen some good stuff with animals and, and their picks, and, and so that's just what we're going to do today, and we might do that for the first couple weeks, but he is going to pick a game every week. Um, my pick in this one, so right now the line is 6.5. I'm waiting to see if it'll jump to 7. Uh, I feel really good about it at 7. Um, is Alabama plus 7. Uh, so if, if it doesn't jump to seven or if you will just want to go ahead and get it now in case you're worried it might go the other way, which is something I might do, you can buy points. So instead of having Alabama at minus six and a half for minus 110, it's just plus one seven, plus seven, excuse me, for um, minus 130. So obviously you're putting down a little bit more or making a little less depending on how you usually do it. Um, but I think that touchdown is important. You know, I, I think the money's really going to come in at Georgia here. That's my guess just because of how bad Alabama looked last week. But, and this is no disrespect to Kirby Smart. This is, I mean, Nick Saban, guys, he's, he's the greatest coach of all time. He has a stud at quarterback. He's been to these games over and over and over and over. I don't hate to sprinkle the money line here. If that's something you want to do, it's not something I'm personally going to do because I think Georgia, their talent, their, it's kind of maybe their, their time. Um, I'm not going to do that, but I am. This is probably my second most confident play in college behind Oregon is Alabama plus seven because um, I think it's going to come down to the end. I think Georgia's either going to, you know, win by field goal or touchdown. So, you know, it might end up in a push. But, you know, guys, to me, a push is a win. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't make money, but you don't lose it. So, <clears throat> I mean, if it gets to seven and a half or eight – you know, I might bet it at seven, and if it's seven and a half, eight points before game time, I'll I'll jump on it again. Um, I'm very confident that Alabama is going to come out, compete hard. Um, I mean, like I said, guys, Saban is just he's he can coach circles around Kirby Smart, and that's not insulting Georgia or insulting Kirby Smart because Nick Saban can coach circles around pretty much anybody in the country. Um, I mean, he's the best to do it at the college level. Um, it's been fun to see. Uh, even though I cannot stand either of these teams, you know, I hate he did it at Alabama, but it was just kind of the perfect spot at the right time. And 
He has, you know, it's just, it's been fun. I do think they'll miss the playoffs uh, this year, like I said, because I think Georgia will win a close game, uh, I think, by three points. But I think you're in for a absolutely great game um, this weekend, and we'll see what Ozzy says later about it. But the podcast official play is Bama plus seven. Uh, next game, I kind of kind of gave this one away. Well, I didn't really give away the spread, but uh, Oklahoma State and Baylor. This is a rematch. Oklahoma State won by ten um, in at Oklahoma State earlier this year. You know, you know they. This kind of worries me too. Kind of going back to the thing with Michigan is, um, you know, Oklahoma State. You know, that's a big win for them last week. And beating Oklahoma, beating their rivals, you know, something, some, you know, that's kind of been Gundy's hump. He hasn't really been able to get past Oklahoma. Um, luckily, he avoids them in the big uh, 12 championship game. He gets to play Baylor. I think it's going to be another good game, guys. I think, I think the games this weekend are just going to be absolutely outstanding um, as you're taking the dogs, as I'm taking the dogs, clearly. Um, but I don't think any of the dogs are going to win other than Oregon. Um, but this one, yeah, this is the first favorite. I still think it's going to be a great game. Oklahoma State minus five and a half is the play. Uh, I think the Cowboys, you know, kind of settle in. It kind of goes back and forth for a little while, and, and they kind of pull away in the fourth. I can see a seven to 14-point victory. Um, but, you know, I think it's close throughout until we get to the fourth. Um, but, yeah, Oklahoma State minus five and a half. And finally, we have the ACC championship game. And I am, yeah, I am ecstatic for this game for many reasons. One is it's the first time in seven years I don't have to watch Clemson. I'm thrilled not to have to watch them in the playoff either, you know. And I've I've said this to my friends, and I'll say it on the podcast. I think Dabo Sweeney has done an absolutely great job this year, and it's very hard for me to compliment him. But he has just absolutely killed it. You know, they had a slow start. They lost to Georgia. They lost a game in overtime early in the season to NC State. Pitt was about in the middle of the year. Um, and that guys, they were minus eight fifty to win the ACC, right? That's the that's the most ever to win a conference, the best odds ever to win a conference preseason. But you know, I watched them Saturday. The reason they're not in this game, the reason they're not in the playoff hunt, is Sam Hartman and Kenny Pickett, the quarterbacks for Wake Forest and Pitt, are better than DJ. Clemson has an elite defense. They have good enough receivers. They have an elite running back. That guy is fantastic. And I am not looking forward Will Shipley, and I am not looking forward to going up against him the next two years. But what they don't have at elite, which they had, the, you know, the past six, seven years with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence is just absolutely elite quarterback play. And they don't have that this year. And the reason Wake Forest and Pitt are in this game because their quarterbacks, Sam Hartman and Kenny Pickett, are more elite, are elite. And, and DJ's just not. He's just not. And so getting off of them and getting into this game, I'm excited for this game for the fact that I don't have to watch Clemson, the fact that both Wake Forest and Pitt, you know, sometimes like Alabama fans, you know, they're going to lose this game probably on Saturday and they're going to talk about how terrible their season was. And it's, I mean, I get it because, you know, they've won, but it's annoying. You know, Wake Forest and Pitt, man, these fan bases are excited they can't wait to play in the ACC championship game. They can't wait to go play in whatever bowl. Neither one of these teams is going to the playoff, which is, you know, they don't deserve to. They both lost two games. But they're both excited to be here. They're excited to win. What I, I think the Orange Bowl is a playoff game, so they won't be going to the Orange Bowl. But whatever bowl they're going to, the fan bases are going to be excited. So, you know, to me, this is going to be a shootout. I don't even know what the over is. 
Uh, probably would not be a bad play in this game. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute duel. I am taking Pitt minus three because I think their defense is just a little bit better than Wake Forest's defense. I think Kenny Pickett is a little bit better than Sam Hartman. They're both really good quarterbacks, but I think Pitt goes in there and wins the game. I think they're playing better at the end of the year. I think Wake Forest is, you know, that game against Clemson, not the fact that they lost because Clemson's playing better, but the fact that they kind of got dominated kind of makes me worried for them a little bit. Um, but, I, yeah, so my the official pick on the podcast is Pitt minus three. All right, and we'll bounce straight into the NFL. Um, you know, usually, guys, I'm going to try to keep these podcasts 15, 20 minutes. This one looks like it's going to run to about 30, 35 uh, first one, maybe a little excited, maybe have too many talking points, but we will run through these games real quick and then we will get this out there. All right. So the first pick for me is Lions plus seven. Uh, they are at Minnesota and, uh, you know, guys, you know, I love the fighting Dan Campbell's. I hate that they haven't won a game. I would not put anything on the money line. I do not think they're going to win. They lost by two at Minnesota earlier this year. Um, so I just think they'll be able to compete. I don't think they'll lose by seven. And I think that, um, Lions plus seven is the play here. Uh, they've, they've lost about half their games. They're 0 10 and one or whatever, about half by over seven. So it's, it's kind of a coin toss, um, so to speak when it talks about when you talk about them losing by touchdown or not, but most of the games, they you know, about half the games, they've been pretty competitive. Even some of the ones they lost by more than seven, they were competitive in until the end. Um, you know, they lost by two on Thanksgiving in a game they could have won. It's a divisional game. It's at home. Uh, they've had 10 days to prepare for it. So the first play is Lions plus seven. Um, the next one is the Colts minus nine and a half. Uh, the Colts are... You know, trying to make the playoffs, they lost the game they could have won last weekend to the Bucks. Um, Jonathan Taylor is on my fantasy team, hallelujah, and he is running wild. Um, so, Colts minus nine and a half. Uh, it is a road game, which scares me a little bit, a divisional game, which scares me a little bit against the Texans. But I think they take care of business. Colts minus nine and a half. Next one is the Dolphins minus three. All right. I just watched these guys personally kick my Panthers butt this this past weekend. Not that that same much, but Flores seems to have the boys rolling a little bit. Tua seems to be playing better. Him and that Jalen Waddle connection uh, looks like it could be good for years to come. Jalen Waddle looks like an absolute stud. Um, they are only three point favorites, um, so I am. That's probably my favorite. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite play this weekend uh, in the NFL. Dolphins minus three. Next, we have the Monday night game, which is the Pats and Bills. Uh, the Bills are at home, three-point favorites uh, against the Pats. Uh, both teams, I think the Pats have a half-game division lead maybe. Um, but one team is inconsistent and the other is hot right now. So I'm taking the Pats plus three. This is kind of like the Oregon game. I'll probably end up just throwing Matt Pats money line. But the official play for the podcast is Pats plus three. So they lose by three, and, you, you know, you hammered them on the money line. Hey, that's your call. But uh, it would be a push on the podcast. But, no, I, uh, you know, Bill Belichick is the, uh, is the best coach, you know, kind of like Saban, you know, in college, man. He's the best coach of this era, probably the best coach of all time. 
Um, watching what he's done has been great. I mean, obviously, it took him and Brady. Uh, Brady's best quarterback of all time, and, and watching what they did in New England was special. Even though I hated it, they beat my Panthers in 2003, and yeah, but it's it's special, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that people were questioning him after one down year, and you know, to say down year, they were seven and nine, you know, with not much talent, um, not yeah, not much talent at all. So you know, I didn't. I didn't think they bounced back this quick, but man, he got him Mac Jones. He got him some tight ends, a solid running game, and that defense is playing lights out. I think the Patriots are going to end up winning this division. I think the Patriots are going to end up making a deep playoff run, probably all the way to AFC Championship Sunday, where I think they the, that they will lose to the Chiefs. That's for another day. But official play: Patriots plus three. Um, but, you know, I, li- I do like that money line. You always got to like that plus money. That will be the Monday night game. Um, and then finally, the last play of the day is Chargers plus three. But they're six and five, I think. Uh, the Bengals are seven and four. You know, these teams just feel too familiar to me. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I guess I'll be honest with you why I took a game. I took a game because it feels like the Bengals have too many wins this season for, for being the Bengals. And the Chargers don't have enough. So I just think it's going to be one of those games where, you know, the Chargers are going to win the game because they're going to have, you know, the Chargers are going to win, end up winning 19 games this year because that's what kind of talented team they are. Bengals probably going to end up winning 19 games this year, 8, 9, 10, yeah, probably 9 or 10 and because that's what kind of talented team they are. But, you know, in order for both of those to do it, the Chargers need to win on Sunday. So Chargers plus three, once again, is the official play. I think the Chargers are going to win the game. I think both of these teams are young and exciting. I think they're both inexperienced. Um, I just, I have a gut feeling the Chargers are going to win. This is probably the, you know, out of all the games, you know, I, I tried to find five NFL games I loved. I found four. And then I, you know, I landed and I was like, Chargers got to win this game. They just have to. So, uh, and they're getting points. So I'm going to take that every time. So Chargers plus three, uh, is official play. So those are the 11 plays. Again, we'll run through them. Oregon plus three, Iowa plus 11, Houston plus 10 and a half, Alabama by the point plus seven, Oklahoma State minus five and a half, Pitt minus three, NFL you got Lions plus seven, Colts minus nine and a half, Dolphins minus three, Patriots plus three, Chargers plus three. I told you I was going to throw a parlay in for you guys. We're going to go with my three favorite plays of the weekend which is Oregon plus three, uh, Alabama plus seven, once again, by the point, and my favorite NFL play, which is the Patriots plus three. So that's kind of agonizing parlay because you have one game Friday. If that hits, you have to wait till Saturday afternoon for the second leg to hit. And if that hits, then you're going all the way to Monday night. <laughs> To watch the Patriots hit. So have fun. Hopefully those first two legs hit. So you can at least get the anticipation up for the third leg. Um, 11 plays. Uh, let's win some money. Let's win seven. I'm, uh, that's the goal for the first weekend. It's seven and four. Uh, obviously 11 it would be nice. And let's have a nice payday on Monday, guys. Let's get paid, paid on Monday. And then start the week off right with the Patriots plus three. So uh, good luck to you. I hope you followed along. I hope you follow the plays. You know, if you want to fade the plays, maybe it'll work out for you. I know that's a, that's a popular thing is to listen to a podcast and then fade all those plays. So, hey, it's the first one. We'll see how it goes. But uh, thanks for listening. 
Uh, we'll have Big Oz's pick for the Alabama-Georgia game out on Twitter tonight. And uh, I wish you all luck this weekend and uh, in beating the bookie. Harper Greer signing off. Thanks again for listening, guys.